I'm not believing that lie anymore. Amen. Say that with me. Look at somebody tell them, I ain't believing that lie no more. No, so I ain't believing, and I ain't going to believe that lie. Um, you should never underestimate the power of influence, people to, to influence you. When people have you under influence, and have you under their power of influence, you can be looking at something. And you know what you're looking at and still don't believe it because of the influence that they have. There was a man who uh, was fooling around on his wife, and his wife saw him. She caught him. She looked dead at him. And she went up to him and slapped him. I'm going to tell you just what she said. It's excuse the language, uh, but this is the word she said. They said, she said, nigga, what you doing with that woman? So she slapped him. And uh, he said, who you gonna believe, me or your lying eyes? <laughs> who, you, who you gonna believe, me or your lying eyes? Well, to be honest with you, and I know uh, when I use the terminology, nigga, some of you all may be offended. I'm not calling you a nigga. I'm telling you what she did. I know now folk have gotten so about it. Now they're on TV. They're talking about the N-word. They know what the word is. They call us that a lot. You know, uh, 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 Negroes, niggas, I don't know. They change us up so many times. We, we start out being niggas, and we end up being Negroes, and then we start being African-Americans, and you know, so we just whatever whatever it is, that's the case. But uh, I know who I am. But I said that what I said to say that uh, when you are influenced by a person, sometimes you're operating where reality does not set in. Your discernment, your spirit is telling you something, but you want to believe the person that you're dealing with. Y'all with me? It's even come down to your children. Your children can tell you something and you know it, it don't feel right. It feel like they lying. You just feel it in your spirit. But because you know them, you want to believe that they wouldn't be dishonest. So in your mind, you're dealing with what is called a delusion. Now, anytime you're dealing with a delusion, what a delusion is, it is to be under such a strong influence and power that you will believe a lie rather than the truth. Get Second Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And don't ever love a person enough that you can't see reality. Are y'all with me? Don't never love anything enough that you can't see reality. Uh, not only are we dealing with persons, but sometimes you can be dealing with situations. I mean, the reality and the real truth of it is, whether you try to sweeten it up or whatever, one of the reasons that people stand even in sinful relationship where a woman now has a boyfriend who is married to someone, a girlfriend who is married to someone. You know why they stand in that kind of relationship? Because they are deluded. They think that's that's healthy. They think it's gonna work out. Perhaps this 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 woman is gonna die. This 
husband is going to die. That's, that's the, you, you look at Sister Coward's favorite thing is, is, is Lifetime. She watched that thing until about to wear it out. And I think all y'all ladies like that. I, I get tired of seeing it. It looks like every time I turn around, there ain't nothing about a bunch of women who done killed their husband. Or, Husband and husband and kill their wife or somebody done something says she just be all in it. Watch it, honey. Watch, watch it. Different people, the same story. But uh, one of, one of the things that 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 amazes me is that the lies that people believe. There are people who are addicted to drugs and they'll never get off of drugs because they're under a delusion. Uh, I talked to a young man one time and. He was telling me that uh, he didn't have no drug problem. He just, he could stop when he wanted. And he was just still smoking. I ain't got no drug problem. I do this because I want to do it. You're lying to yourself. Uh, if you can't stop smoking reefer, you got a drug problem. Reefer, that's right. The word itself, you hear it, reefer. Pot, reefer, whatever you want to call it. You are a drug addict. You ain't on rocks, but you're on reefer. You got uh, uh you know, you got folk who are who are lacing. And they know I know nothing about that, did you? Now see somebody else know I heard it say geek or something, right? Uh-huh. See, y'all know what I'm talking about. Listen at y'all. You act like you've been saved all your life. You little hypocrite, you you know you've been saved all your life. Hey man, you know what I'm telling the truth. But they 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 they're 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 dealing with drugs. They they got reefer and they gotta have a joint to relax them. And now, you know, we're talking about reefer and, and, and cocaine, but there are people on, hooked on these pills now. That's the big thing that's going on. It ain't even reefer and, 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 and rocks no more than ecstasy. Ecstasy. What, what is it? Well, it, that sounds like the devil. But they hooked, they hooked on this stuff, and they're lying to themselves. They're lying to themselves. They're, 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 there is no future in some things. There is no hope in some things. And you and there's some things that you're going to have to come to reality on and realize this is not for you. I cannot, the devil got you blinded trying to accept something that's not reality and making you think it's real. Making you think that it's hope. There is, there is no hope in some situations. There is no productiveness. There's, there, uh, uh, you and Susie Jean Hubbard, there is never a future in that. Never future. I just give it up. Amen. Don't waste your time trying to make certain work that God has cursed. Get me in the book of Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and 10. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and 10. And with all deceivable of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause God gave them strong what? Delusion that they should believe what? a lie that they all may be damned who believe not the truth but have pleasure in unrighteousness. Now listen here. It said they, they, they would believe a lie rather than the truth. They would believe something that's unrighteous rather than the truth. The devil can have your, your, your mind so messed up that you start believing a lie. You can sin enough and stand sin enough that the devil start telling you it's all right. And you lose sight of reality. Come on, y'all ought to talk to me. Why do you think two rusky women can lay in a bed together and act like husband and wife? They believe in a lie. 
rather than the truth. The truth is before him. You, you ain't got to do nothing but look at yourself and know you ain't no man. You don't have the tools to be a man. But they're looking at reality and saying, regardless of what I see that's real, I don't even have the tools to be a man. I, reality says you're a woman, but the lie that the devil got him said, I'm a man. Even to the point they're acting like one. I saw a lady on last night, and an uh, old lady. It's some old dykes. I thought they was all these young ones just getting out of school. This looked like a 70-year-old bulldozer. I know y'all don't like to hear them kind of words, but I'm telling you the truth. Look like by that time, you ought to be trying to get saved. <laughs> Seven years old, you still dyking, you about to try to get saved. You got one foot, you know. <laughs> Look like her knee was in the grave and the other part holding on the earth. You right here acting like a, being a dyke at that age. So I looked and she got on all the, the boy clothes walking like a man. A lie. Believe in a lie rather than the truth that they all may be dead. Now what makes a person, what makes a person think that? What makes a person feel that? When I look at them and I'm shamed for them. You ever seen some people you were shamed for? You look at them, you say, boy, I feel, I, I'm embarrassed for you. Ain't, you, you, ain't got, you, know, you ain't got sense enough to be embarrassed. But don't you know you look a mess? The little sister was waiting at me at the store when I was getting something. He said, yes. I said, no. Let me go somewhere else. I don't want no sissy candy. You know, turn my laffy taffy to a lily taffy. But, 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 but listen, listen, I want you to hear me. I want you to hear what I'm saying. But the, the, the lie, why can, why, how can they walk in the midst of a society that rejects it? Come around men and women that reject it, but they are proud about their activity because they believe a lie. How do you get a woman who will, who will shite with a man for 10 years that all he got to do is get up and drive to the courthouse and marry you? And you won't marry him. You are believing a lie. You are under a delusion. Ain't nothing but a drive to get you to the courthouse. All you got to do is get in your car, get some gas. He, he put gas in his car to go over to his friend's house. All you got to do is go down there, get the married license, and get married. And you are so under such a delusion from this person that you will stay in the house with him 10 years, cook his food just like a real wife, clean his clothes just like a real wife, and that buster ain't got enough sense to marry you. You are under a delusion. That by he loved me, he just ain't ready. Well, you love him and know me ready to sleep with him. That's delusion. Now, what's really delusion? Some of them psyched for years, 40 years, 50 years. I've known people to die and folk thought they were married, and they wasn't. Sitting right in the house of God. 
was talking to somebody the other week. There was an individual that, uh, uh, that, that, that I knew was good friends of mine. And I only, ever since I was raised up, I've been calling them uh, deacon and mother all my life. One of them died. And they weren't married. The obituary in the paper said, his living friend. I said, Jesus. Delusion. Delusion. What, what, how, how your mind can get so deluded and so messed up. Hallelujah. That you start believing what's wrong. What do you think of pushing people? Spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on the lottery. Ain't winning nothing. Delusion. Getting that check running down there, spending it. Delusion. When you're on a delusion, my God, you get you get involved with something that's got your mind deluded. You you ain't even got sense enough to know that the thing don't want you till the first of the month. Everybody else looking at you like you're crazy, cause they sitting on our side. I say, can't she figure out that he don't want her till he got she get her check? Uh, 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 she don't want him till he get his check. But man, when you're dealing with a strong delusion. You will believe a lie rather than the truth. Can you say hallelujah? Uh, go with me to Galatians chapter 3 and 1. This is called bewitchment. You can be bewitched. There's a lot of folk who are bewitched. You can lie so much you start believing your own lie. And you can hear a lie so much that you start believing it. Man beating on a woman, knocking her brains out, talking about, I love you. She talking about, oh, he just loved me. That's why he act like this. I beat your brain out. You talking about, oh, he loved me. <laughs> Amen. I had a call. Uh, uh, a young lady uh, called me. and uh, I had tried previously to, to help her and give her some information, and so called me and tell me some things that the, I was, as a matter of fact, I was talking to Brother Bam about it. She called me and tell me some things that the boy was doing to her, and she wanted me to come and, 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 and you know, rescue her from him. And I thought about it. I said, now I done gave all this advice and told me, and take my advice before I go out there, either I'm dead or he dead, and they're going to be saying, uh, uh, he killed the preacher, and they be in, he be in prison and she be writing to him. I'm sorry about what happened. They done, they, they got a, 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 a prison relationship, and I'm saying, well, somewhere dead. They done, everybody, but well, he did have a good heart. <laughs> Bishop Bell uh, uh, and, and, and uh, Laufman, uh, one of the members of his church, she was saved and her husband wasn't, and they were in a relationship where her husband was beating up and whooping on her. She went, Sister, Sister Paula can relate to what I'm saying because she's from that area. He, and so uh, uh, Bishop Bell went to rescue him and, and went to, to get, 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 get her from, you know, deliver. And that man shot Bishop Bell and he died. Killed him dead. Now, Bishop Bell is dead and buried and man preaching. <laughs> Out of jail and preaching. <laughs> can you say praise the Lord? Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Well, some of y'all look like God can't save a man like that. Paul was a killer. God saved him, but I don't want to be the one killed. <laughs> now, I, I, I want you to understand what I'm saying. But delusions, 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 delusions. Why will a woman sit there and take 
that kind of beating and that kind of whipping every night, every day, and then walk out and say, he loved me. He expressing his love. What's wrong with your lip, honey? He loved me. That's lies. That's delusion. That's being bewitched. And so look with me in, 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 in the book of Galatians 3. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? I ask somebody, say, who has bewitched you? That you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you. Let me, can I tell you something? Who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Here you are, you know the truth, you know what's right. Now listen, anytime you know what's right and you're still living in a condition that's wrong, you are not just dealing with yourself. You have been bewitched. Because you know what's right, but you can't do what's right. Because of a person. That person you think is love, but it's bewitchment. Love and witchcraft are closely associated together. Now I want y'all to listen to me well. And the spirit of love our lust can be easily turned into witchcraft. If you are in a relationship that's not right and you're trying to break out of that thing, it's not the love that's holding you. Sometimes it's the bewitchment. Anytime I know I'm going to go to hell, I know I'm going to burn in hell for a relationship I'm in, and I still won't get out of it, I'm being bewitched. You leave your children. Leave your family. How many women? You know there are women who are, get so strung out with a man, they have to make a choice between their children and the man, and they'll make a choice to have a man. You better send him alone. But you, then, when you, then when it's all over and the power of bewitchment is gone, you're sad. That's bewitchment. And Paul said, who have bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified. He said, now Jesus was put right in your face. Right in front of you. But you wouldn't accept him. Because you believe the lie rather than the truth. Can you say Hallelujah. Go with me now to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and 2. What's happening is there's a blinder over your mind. There's a blinder. Your mind can be blinded. Did you know that? But if our gospel be here, it is here to them that are lost uh, whom, and whom the God of this world have blinded their what? Uh, uh, of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So the gospel is here, it is here to them that are lost, who the God of this world have blinded their what? My, that, that's why you try to show some people some things that are reality and they can't see it. You know why? Their minds are blind. And when you got a person whose mind is blind, the mind is covered, I don't care what you try to show him. You can take a blind man can't see, and you can set some fire in front of his face, he can't see none of it. 
get in front of his neck, get in front of his face, cuss him out, lie on him, shoot him a bird, and kick at him. Ain't nothing he can do because he's blind. People can't respond to a situation when their minds are blind. They can't get out. They can't get free when their minds are blind. But when God opened your eyes, somebody ought to say hallelujah. Aren't you glad God opened your eyes? How many of y'all had some situation you was in and you couldn't see it? You couldn't see it, you didn't, but the Lord opened your eyes to let you know where you were, and when God opened your eyes, you said to yourself, Lord, how did I stay in that mess so long? How did I, how did I get, how, how did I get, I, I, you thought Jimmy was the best looking thing since cornbread, but when your eyes got open, it looked ugly to you. And that's what you have to ask, Lord, take the blinder off my eyes so that I can really see. Somebody ought to say Hallelujah. Amen. Young people, that's what you have to ask the Lord. Lord, take the blind off of my eyes so that I, I can see reality, see what I'm dealing with, see what's real. Can you say hallelujah? You ought to tell God thank you. Put your hand together and give God a praise. Give me Acts chapter 8 and 5. Acts chapter 8 and 5. Don't want to be under a delusion, Lord. Want my eyes open so that I can see. Let me see sin for what it is. Let me see holiness for what it is. Let me see righteousness for what it is. There was great joy in that city, but there was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcerer and bewitched the people of Samaria, and given out that he was some great one, to whom they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is the great power of God. Now he had did what to these people? Bewitched them. And to, to him they had regard because of a long time he had bewitched them through sorcery. See, you think sorcery is hocus pocus. That's what you think it is. You think sorcery is hocus pocus. You abracadabra. But there's some people who work in witchcraft on you ain't never got a rabbit foot. They got your mind blind. Their words are witchcraft. Anytime somebody can see something dead in the Bible and won't obey what the scriptures say, and you show them in the Bible and say, it don't mean that. What do it mean? You blind. What do you think happened to Jim Jones and taking them people to a thousand folk and giving them some Kool-Aid to drink with some strychnine in it? They, they got blind. The mind got blind. They, they left out reality. If you drink this, you're going to be in heaven. And he give them the drink and they drank it. Now the ones whose minds were blind, they went there uh, 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 readily to drink that Kool-Aid. Lined up by the thousand. And drunk it. Folk that mind wasn't blind, they tried to get the money and run. But the blind folk, they didn't have to struggle, didn't have to fight them, nobody had to grab them. Drunk it, laid down and died. What do you think happened in, in, in David Koresh's situation? 80-something people burned up in a house. Why? Their minds were blinded. They were bewitched. Out in California, all of those folk who uh, the guy told that the Haley Bob uh, comment was coming, and they put $5.25 in their pocket and drunk some strychnine and laid down, all of them dressed up in black, smart, educated doctors and lawyers. All of them dressed up in black and laid down and died, and they put $5.25 in their pocket because they said they had to pay to get on the uh, on the, on the uh, on, on the, 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 the comment that was coming. Don't you know that's deceiving? That's bewitching? I never, I never knew the power of bewitching folk until I was up in, 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 in Carolina. I was in South Carolina, 
And while I was there in Columbia, uh, uh, Bishop Lorick had told me about a restaurant that they had, uh, the House of Prayer for All People, which is one of Daddy Grace's churches. And I never really, I knew about Daddy Grace, but I didn't know what was going on. So I went to the church, and uh, I went to get something to eat. And when I get to something to eat, uh, uh, after I ate, they got they had their service and they lock lock you in at a certain time. So I got locked in and couldn't get out. So I decided I was gonna I couldn't act the fool, so I wasn't gonna cut up too many people there. By about at least about uh, maybe fifteen hundred people there. So I sat down and I, I heard them sing it, and they started singing. And he said, "Sweet daddy, sweet daddy, he's a little other valley in the bright morning star." Start singing all these songs they were singing. They were singing, "Daddy, Daddy is a good daddy." All that, yes, he is. So I'm wondering, well, who is Daddy? So all of a sudden, while I'm in service, everybody starts putting money in there. And by that time, they opened the door, so I was gonna walk out. They said, "No, you can't leave yet. Daddy coming." Everybody go where he is. Daddy coming. So. All of a sudden, in the middle of service, they roll out a big red carpet. The band start playing. This man come walking in a limousine, scratch a limousine, come out. And everybody got a dollar. And I'm going to tell you, I didn't know what was going on. I was so scared. I ain't going to sit here live. I was scared. Everybody had a dollar, but I didn't know what was happening. I took my dollar. I just held it. They saw a dollar running out there. A dollar, a dollar going through the crowd. <laughs> one, one, one dollar bill head, head for the door. I, Cause I never seen anything like that. I mean, everybody started getting. I mean, they start getting happy with a dollar in the hand. They start shouting with a dollar. Now, what was going on? Now he would come in. He'd go to the different people and, according to what he wanted, yeah, whatever money they had, he'd come and take it and put it out. Sat down on a big old throne. They had a throne set up. And they start singing to him, Daddy. They started all during the service. People just sending money up the whole time. The choirs singing their songs for Daddy. Matter of fact, I I I, I had never seen nothing like that. So I got a video because I know if I I know that's my last time ever ever being in anything like that. You'd never get me caught if I have to climb out of a window. But I say, you know, people would not believe this if I told them. I said they would not believe it. So I got two videos. I brought them back home. And I said, Lisa, I got something to show you. I said, I ain't never seen nothing so crazy in my life. So I sat down and showed her how the people worship this man. I'm talking about doctors and lawyers and everything. And I got it and Isha saw it. She got so scared she couldn't sleep by herself. She said, oh, I'm scared. Daddy, what's the name? Won't come get me. But they believe a lie. Right here, right here in Polk County, a, a few years ago, uh, well, not a few years ago, right before I was, the time before I was born, a gentleman uh, preached in Winter Haven and uh, got caught up and was found sleeping in the bed with a, a woman, and, uh, and his wife shot him in the foot. I won't call no name, but most of these people around here who relating probably know what I'm talking about. Wife shot him in the foot. He died of uh, gangrene because he couldn't get to the hospital time enough, and the folk went to Winter Haven. Went to the graveyard back in the 60s, waiting on the man to rise from the dead. They thought he was getting out of the grave. That's delusion. 
Those are lies. Can you say hallelujah? Amen. So when you're bewitched, it's, it's the power to believe something that's not really there. It's the power to see something that's not there. And any time the devil has your mind blinded, young people, let me tell you something. When, when, when that young man start talking that smooth talk to you and telling you I love you, you about to listen, he be done talk your mind into a blinder and you can't see between that thing. And before you know it, praise the Lord, you have 50 11 children and ain't married and ain't, 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 he ain't even think about getting married because your mind has been blinded. Lord, don't ever let me become blind. Don't ever let me become a fool. Can you say hallelujah? You ought to give God a praise and tell God thank you. A whole town down in Samaria, a whole town had been bewitched. A whole town had been blinded. And Peter and and, and, and John, uh, I mean, uh, John, uh, 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 Philip, brother, went down and preached to them the gospel. And after he preached the gospel to them, they got baptized in the name of Jesus. Uh, uh, and, 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 and he called for, for, for Peter to come and pray for them that they received the Holy Ghost. When those folk received the Holy Ghost, their eyes became open and there was no more bewitching for them. Amen. When you received the gift of the Holy Ghost, God opened your eyes to stuff that you never thought. Amen. I thank God for the day that he opened my eyes and showed me the truth because what happened is you don't have to teach a person what a lie is once you know the truth. Can you say hallelujah? Uh, brother, brother Jerry, you know I ain't white because I'm black. I don't have to go to you and say, I ain't white. You look at me and say I'm black and you already know I ain't white. I don't have to look at you and say you are not black. I already know. So this is what I'm telling you. When you got the truth, that's why I say you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. Thank God for the truth because that's what freed you from that lie. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. That's what I needed about myself. That's what I needed about me. And, and if you're going to be saved, you need somebody that's going to tell you something that's right. You don't need anybody that's going to blind you further than you are. You need somebody to tell you you need help. You need somebody to tell you you ain't no good. You need somebody to tell you you need Jesus in your life. When somebody gives you reality, it wakes you up to understand that what you're in is not right. Somebody say Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't you give him a praise? Sound man, get up and watch me. Amen. Wake up, fella. Amen. Let me tell you something. I want you all to hear me real good and get an understanding of what I'm saying today. There are some things that you are dealing with. There are some situations that you're dealing with. Amen. The devil wants you blinded by him. The devil don't want you to see the reality of it because if you ever saw the reality of it, Satan know you're going to straighten yourself up. If you ever saw and knew, hallelujah, the reality of God and the reality of what your situation is, it's going to wake you up and make you do better. Amen. I was listening to my son today and I, I thought about it because, amen, it's, it's hard sometimes telling folk the truth and it hurts. But the only thing and the very thing that calls my son to come back to the Lord is because I wouldn't lie to him. I wouldn't pet him. I wouldn't play with him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't deal with him easily. Can you say hallelujah? Amen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pat him on the back. You got to tell folk the truth if you want them to be saved. Even to your own hurt, you got to tell them. You got to tell them what thus said the Lord. You ought to shout hallelujah. And thank God that somebody came my way and told me when I thought I was together, you were wretch undone. You need some help. It was truth that made you wake up. It was truth that made you straighten up. It was truth that made you do right. You ought to put your hand together and say hallelujah. And I need more of God's truth. I need more reality. 
I need more of somebody telling me where I am and where my condition is. Do you want somebody to come tell you a lie about you? Tell you you're all right so you won't get no better? Somebody tell you, all right, go ahead and do what you're going to do. Well, you won't get no better. You want somebody to tell you, hey, you need help. Hey, you are in a desperate condition. And I think sometimes in an effort to win folk, we lie to them. But when we look them dead in the eye and say, you are in a pitiful condition. That make me wake up and say, Lord, here I am. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, here I am. Do something in my life. Make some changes. I want you to look at the situation you're dealing with that's hindering you from the Lord. And just look at it in reality. Look at it for real. And say, is there any benefit in it? Is there any, what am I going back home to? Is there any benefit being in something that's untrusted? Is it any benefit dealing with a, a bad situation? Even sometimes God trying to tell you. God speaking to your mind. You think, you, think, you think it's your own conscience and your own mind. God will lead you to truth. Now let me tell y'all something when you're dealing with the Lord. He say he will lead you and guide you into all truth. That ain't just dealing with the scripture. That's why your kids can't lie to you. Not if you really get before the Holy Ghost. The Lord will lead you to the error. <laughs> Can you say praise the Lord? I had a situation that happened uh, and uh, my children had got in some trouble and they, 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 they denied it at first. But I, I know how to find a lie. Just listen to the Holy Ghost. He'll lead you to it. Lord told me just what to do to find the lie. Just how to find it. Amen. Solomon got involved with those two women. One of the women was sleeping and overlaid the baby. Smothered the baby. Killed the baby. And it went on. Both of them were harlots. So they went on. Both of them came to Solomon. And the, the woman said. Uh, the one that killed the baby said that the other lady baby was hers. Solomon knew how to get the truth out of him. He said, I tell you what, I'm going to cut the baby in half. And I'm going to give half to this lady and half to this lady. That woman stood up and said, no, don't do that. Go ahead and let her keep it. <laughs> Solomon said, get that woman her baby. That's the real baby there, baby mama there. <laughs> That's a message, the baby mama. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Lord, give me that. <laughs> That's the baby mama. <laughs> so she gave that, he gave that baby back to the real mama. He found the lie. Some of you Satan is lying to you about your condition, telling you being saved is not worth it. And I got to an age, uh, and I told you, and I, that's why I told you from the beginning where I had been, but I got to an age of discouragement when Satan started dealing with me and talking to me, and you know the devil told me, he said, you've been in the church all your life. Just playing this. He said, you've been in the church all your life. You done missed a whole lot. He'll tell you that. He'll tell you that. Minister Maxwell said, he'll tell you. He will. Especially when you've been in church all your life. You know, he said, you're missing. I looked out, and you, you look out in the world and see all them 
things that they're doing look like they're having a good time. They got on they, they got their dress. They can wear what they want. We got all these restrictions in the church. We got to dress holy. We got to live holy. Sometimes look like in the church, they make it sound like all we can do is eat. <laughs> we do a lot of that. A lot of fellowship. And every time you turn around, saints got some type of food. I guess uh, uh, since we can't do too much else, we say, well, at least we can still eat. <laughs> some of them trying to take the pork away from us. <laughs> but anyway, the devil started telling me, he said, now, you just missing your life. Some of my friends had went and started doing what they wanted to do, dancing and partying. And I sat down, I struggled with that thing for a few months, a few months. Sometimes you struggle with things in your mind. I struggled a few months. I said, you know, I, ain't, I really ain't had no fun. All I've been doing is shouting all the time. And so one day while I was riding, while I was riding, the Lord told me to go through Balky. And I looked down Baldwin, and I saw that day so happened a lot of my friends were down there. And I saw one, I said, man, that boy went to school with me. He looked like, he like about 40. Saw a girl I used to have a liking to when I was in school. I looked at her and said, oh, my God, is that her? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I kept on looking. And the Lord said, I'm going to tell you what you're missing. Diseases, death, destruction. Oh, God. I came back and got a good grip on God. And I promised the Lord, I ain't going to never let you go. I ain't going to never turn you loose. Can you say hallelujah? Can you say hallelujah? He'll lie to you. Sometimes good successful men who have accomplished a whole lot. God has blessed you. Women, devil start lying to you and tell you ain't went nowhere. It's been in vain being in church. Been in vain doing. Been in vain going. All your preaching, all your labor, all your sacrifice. You're going to always be in this condition. You ain't going to never get no advancement. You're just, he just lies to you. Like you start believing that lie, you start being depressed and heavy. But I, I decided to believe the truth. I will make it. I will survive. I am a winner. There is hope. Living for God is great. I said living for God is great. You ought to say thank the Lord. Living for God is great. Now God spoke to me and said there's a lot of our young people who are in the stage of transition in their lives in the valley of decisions when you get around your 20s you get in that 22 23 that age range and some of you when you get 20 you start looking for direction we're blessed we're blessed we got a lot of young men that are not married in the church a lot of y'all young men not married trying to hold out trying to make it really uh, it's, a, it's a struggle it's a battle it's a fight some of y'all fight every night every day you, know, you being young trying to live holy trying to live right now, ain't no struggle for y'all to do what you want to do you just gonna do what you want to do but you trying if you really trying to live holy like minister like minister Mike's well up trying to live holy and 
These other young men trying to live holy, trying to preach the gospel, beating that flesh under suggestion. You got to push it under suggestion. Don't y'all see that? I know y'all this. I know y'all young. I know y'all look holy, but you have battles. If you don't have battles, something wrong with you. Amen. Something wrong with you if you ain't got no battles. Amen. Uh, Brother Darren, I mean, you're a young man. I mean, you ain't old. You know, you got battles. Are y'all with me? And all of, all of, all of, the, uh, listen, all the devils don't leave you alone because you saved. The devil said, don't pass by, he saved. <laughs> no, that's when he sent him. He sent, he sent the temptation, the fights. Can you say praise the Lord? The devil started talking to your mind, hey, you ain't going to never get no husband, you ain't going to never get no wife. Sitting right here in Bible, ain't nobody gonna come out here. Ain't nothing, to the Lord. He ain't gonna never get. Ain't nothing in the Bible way. Ain't nothing. You need to go explore. Why y'all laughing? I must have said something right. Then left the church, going to conventions now, looking. <laughs> I'm going to the assembly for what? To be saved? No, I'm trying to find me a wife. <laughs> Can you say praise the Lord? You look at it and you're getting, you're getting, you're getting uh, older. Want life fulfilled? You know, I, 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 and I don't, I don't think God necessarily match makes, but. Uh, I wanted a, I wanted a wife. I wanted, I wanted to live holy. I wanted to live holy, and I knew I wasn't gonna live holy without no wife. I'm telling you, I knew that. I knew I wasn't gonna live holy without no wife. I was gonna try, but I knew I need to get married. I wasn't one of them eunuchs. Amen. And maybe that was your gift. That wasn't my gift. <laughs> Had all the other gifts, but that eunuch gift, I passed that on to whoever wanted. <laughs> Amen. I was, when men, men, one of my Friends, we was up there praying one day. We got on our knees and we praying and we all praying because all of us was having battles trying to be saved. We get on our knees and go to praying. We asked him to lead us in the prayer. He said, Lord, you know our fleshly battle, Lord. Just take our nature. I said, Negro, you let it. <laughs> I said, you, you pray for yourself. Don't ever pray no prayer like that for me. Lord, you give me power over it, but don't you take nothing. Don't take nothing, don't move. Don't move that mountain. Don't take nothing. <laughs> y'all listening to me. I want to talk to y'all young folk. Y'all hear me tonight. So we prayed and fought and, and struggled. And when that time came, that time came, God blessed me. And he touched my mind and helped me. And I found a beautiful wife right here in Bible Way. <laughs> sitting right over there. Sitting right over there where you sitting now. Right where you sitting. I looked over there. I couldn't take my eyes off. I was playing the organ, Brother Howard. And I couldn't take my eyes off. I, I, just kept, I couldn't even get in the spirit. <laughs> I kept looking. I guess she's wondering what I was looking at. Amen. I saw them big old eyes. I just kept on. Looking. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I, um, I was young. I want y'all young people to hear me. Can I talk to y'all? Amen. I, let, 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 they, they call this what they call Father's Day. So let's just have a father to sons and daughters talk. So I, 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 I knew I was a little uh, younger. I was uh, a younger fellow. But I was mature in mind. Hallelujah. I knew how to talk to a sister. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. So I told her uncle, I said, you know what? I'm going to marry your niece. I'm going to marry her. Well, you know she engaged. What that mean? I don't know that word. <laughs> Glory. The Lord was so good to me. But she was engaged to a sinner. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And I was a righteous man. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so I was talking one day around here. I just wanted to feel the ground out. You know, you have to step on something to see you're going to sink on it before you go out there. So I just happened to talk. I said, you know, something I said, I did indicate that I had an interest in her, but I knew I was a little younger. So she said to come and she said, the age ain't nothing but a number. I said, uh-oh. Y'all, pardon what I said, Melissa. I said, it's on now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I went to talking and, amen, went to conversating. God will allow you in the direction of something that's going to be a benefit to you. Hallelujah. Now, uh, I was able to marry someone that was going to help my ministry. And we grew together. Now, I had been around the church, and I had all kind of girls I had been talking to. Some was hoochie, some wasn't, just all kind. But the Lord allowed me to marry somebody that could grow with me. See, at 18 years old, when I got married, a woman on the same level of me and who did not have a spiritual desire, most of my friends that got married in the time I got married, they're divorced and some of them been married uh, three or four times. But she could deal with me and deal with my imperfections. I could deal with her imperfections. We, we wasn't mature when we first got We first got married. I can tell you, we had some fights and struggles and battles, but we loved each other. That's what you want to make sure. I mean, we had some fights. Y'all about to hear me? I'm telling some low down, dirty, nasty fights. I ain't talking about physical now. Amen. She she, she got a few uh, faults and stuff at me sometime before. I, I'm here to tell the truth. I said we can't lie. <laughs> huh? You got to tell the truth to shame the devil. The truth will make you. You know, you ain't touched me because I was running. <laughs> I was talking all that noise. I'm the head. Don't you? She pulled that knife. I said, uh-oh. You got it. You in charge. I, I, right now, I give it all over to you right now. 
Amen. Now, I'm telling you the truth. And I said, if I lie, I sit there and lie and tell you we ain't never had no problems and nothing like that. I done slept on the couch a many nights. Can you say praise the Lord? Hallelujah. And I tip in there, you know. He's in there. Many nights. But make sure you get you a church person. I heard something Ella McCall said, make sure they love the Lord more than they love you. Right? Don't get distracted from your passion. Don't get distracted from where your heart is, where the love of God. Don't do that. Don't, don't get distracted from this. There are so many people that lose sight of what God has given them. They lose sight of where they are. If you ever do that, you're messed up. Can you say praise the Lord? You ought to say hallelujah. I look at the thing that God protected me from, young people. I look at what he protected me from. I had a preacher uh, at a young age tried to get fresh with me. A man. God protected me from that. I could have been around here with my wrist broke, but God protected me. God did something for me. Can you say hallelujah? Can you say hallelujah? Young men, young women, stay strong. Let your, let your will overpower your flesh. Can you say hallelujah? Can we stand to our feet and give God a hand praise tonight? Hallelujah. Tomorrow night service. Tomorrow night service. Join the hand next to you. Let us pray. Lord, I thank you. I glorify you. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for your word.